Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 241, and it is another episode in the fall of the House of Ember story arc. I want to give a big shout out to our patrons at patreon.com slash adventure inc including michael christopher sean Graydon, and james without our patrons we would just be sad uh they let us do so many cool cool things with this show and i promise you on the horizon there are very very cool things coming things we just wouldn't be able to do without your support you are actively going to make this show Uh, move to the next level with the support you've given us. And and so patrons, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And if you're not a patron, this is a great time to become a patron. You have a full backlog of patron episodes to check out. All kinds of cool Patreon material uh, every month coming out and and exclusivity to that content. So if you like what you're listening to here, you want to support the show, you want to help us out, that's the way to do it. Patreon.com slash Adventure Inc. All right, let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Uh, on a lighter subject, uh, how's the, the whole corruption of the Iora Church going? On a lighter subject? Yeah. <laughs> Jabetto, the rogue. We're basically family. So do you want to admit to your family that all you want to do is learn how to read so that you can read pornos? (laughs) Genevera, the sorcerer. Oh my god, guys, it worked. The plan worked. High fives. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. We Um, should have a plan more often. Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why are my nipples not convincing? Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. For this, Gebetto shaved. Uh, he has no oh mustache. He has no beard. He has. He is like baby fast. Okay, stop for a second. Nobody's seen this. We're gonna roll back. I want to. I want to roll back. Reset this a little bit. Uh, because because that just- was. That was part of the, like, disguise, right? Like, we had to do prosthetics. Okay. You ever so, tried to put spirit gum on a real sucks. mustache? <clears throat> so, to as part of your, uh, your, your plan to come in here, each of you disguised yourselves not only as these priests, but you also had a second layer of disguise underneath your disguise. You, you're like... Uh, you're like the bad guy who tears off a rubber mask and then there's another like rubber mask underneath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so Gebetto, as part of that, uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Tell me yeah, about this so, disguise you've made for yourself underneath your disguise. Great. Uh, Gebetto has like widened out his nose to like make it more bulby uh, and less cute and buttony. Uh, you know, you know how gnomes have like cute little button noses, and halflings have those big old honking schnozzes. Yep, yep. Uh, that's what uh, that's what Gebetto does with his halfling nose. Uh, it looks a lot like uh, Mike the player's human nose, um, <laughs> but on and, 
the same size as Mike the Player's human nose, but on a but nose. on a right. yeah on a tiny little <laughs> human in what body. World is your nose bulby? In a in a world where the same nose is on a three foot eight person, right? I still don't think even then Mike has the like <laughs> narrowest. Cutest little. All nose. right, calm down, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is some solid podcast. Can we can we mute, mute that mic? Uh, <laughs> just saying. Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, he so he's got this big old nose, uh, and he also shaves his beard and mustache completely. Uh, so he is like baby faced, um, fresh to the world, and. Uh, he dyes his hair brown. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> it's killing him. I know it. <laughs> it's a tragedy. And it like he's upset about it because on the one hand, it would have been so cool to have like flaming red and yellow hair for the eternal flame. Like the whole thing would have made so much more sense. But he also recognized that like he didn't see a single person in Vedras with like wild hair. Okay. So that's that is the disguise that you have under your mask. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what have the rest of you done to uh, disguise your features? Genevera has become a blue dragonborn. So you've just like you've like body painted blue, like head to toe. Oh no, she blew herself. Genevera and- <laughs> <laughs> has become Genevera <laughs> has become a silver dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh and and got fat. Right, right. Uh, and then so her hair is uh like braided up and tucked away. Cool, cool. And Asher, what did you do? Oh, there's more. I'm I don't sorry. know, changed her face. I have no idea how as a dragonborn like what? Like but ex- she changed it. I thought it when you different. blew yourself, it was great. Stop idea. it, <laughs> Asher. What um, have you done? I have given myself, aside from wear a shirt, uh, wear a shirt. Uh, so already <laughs> indistinguishable. Um, I am definitely. No, not that's the a man. bad thing. That's the no. opposite. Um, indistinguishable <laughs> from any from Asher. It's very easy to notice. Um, <laughs> He's very distinguishable. No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, um, and, uh, I'm a very distinguished gentleman. <laughs> and he gave himself real high cheekbones. Just like... <laughs> he, I, I wanted to say like, oh, and he put on like a fake beard, but like he's a half elf. So I don't think they naturally grow fake beards unless it's like modeled and like that sort of like... Uh. <laughs> I don't are... think anyone grows a fake beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. We are experts at words tonight. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they grow fake beards is what I'm trying to say. Um, You're right. Uh, true fact about uh, half-elves in Numerita. They don't grow fake beards. <laughs> um, but uh, Fake goatees, though. Uh, he get, but <laughs> they, they get real pencil-thin mustaches. Yeah. Uh, which is like uh, high cheekbones, simple, like very simple, like just changing a little bit of the f- structure of the face. Um. And Kev? Kev sees that Gebetto, uh changed his look, so he decides to take Gebetto's look. 
So he he dyes his hair bright, bright, flaming red, spikes oh! it up. <laughs> uh, he puts on a fake beard, big old mustache, but like more impressive than Javetta's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, puts on fake eye- eyebrows as well, and uh, yeah, he is he is loving it. Um, okay, so uh, <clears throat> you are the, the as we were saying before, the four of you are at the table, uh, and you have uh, scrambled to put a new plan into motion. So what's going to happen? So torch. Perhaps we can discuss uh, expansion and uh, dissemination of religion with Dunglaris. Mm. Uh, but in private, I don't think we would want to bore everyone with the church details. Uh, yes, I think that this is the uh, the best way to discuss our... Mm. Uh, intentions for per- this Perhaps it should be Bright Eyes, Torch, and myself, while Cole um, does, you know, he he sh- works on uh, spreading the faith within the uh, the rabble, perhaps. Yes, Cole, could you see, uh, uh, do you feel like you could utilize Burnt uh, in, out here? Or do you feel like you are good on your your own. I could help uh, from afar. <laughs> <laughs> I am not uh, as good at proselytizing. <clears throat> I think my role in spreading the flame is a little solitary. See, I see. No, I, just, I don't. I don't want to be there. Let's I, be honest. I do not want to be there. I feel like I would <laughs> dampen the flame quite a bit. <laughs> yes, I didn't know that perhaps a, a distraction. I have been burnt before. Uh, uh, flame would be useful. That was a good. That was a good joke, and no one laughed at that. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, I, okay. I bulldozed over it. I, I no, apologize. No, no. You do. You do not need to apologize. It wasn't that good of a joke. Okay, we we can oh, we can cut okay. that. <laughs> please cut that, <laughs> Flame Lord. Please, uh, I'm not gonna cut it. Torch, <laughs> if you don't mind, and Cole holds out a hand uh, for the ceremonial wine. Uh, yeah. Cole's gonna take it, stopper it, slip it into his robes. Uh, <clears throat> And head out again. Okay, where are you headed? Back to the bathroom. (laughs) I spent the whole night in there. Must have been something I ate, I swear. Guys, get the bladder the size of a walnut. Oh, God. Don't go in there, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) So nobody goes in there for the rest of the night. (laughs) I have spread the flames too wide. Uh, okay, so you're going to go in the bathroom. What are you What are you doing in the bathroom? Uh, when I get there, is there somebody in there? Uh, when you get in there, no, it is empty. Okay, great. Uh, I am going to wait for 
the telltale sign or the telltale sound of tiny little halfling feet scurrying down the hall. So um, you have been uh, you've been here before uh, and you are aware that through this bathroom, there is access to the sewers um, that you can like hide in the dark there. Uh, it's like one of the ways that you can access down like where Torek was like that, that area. Um, sure. and one of the places you guys came up through. So uh, you uh, can tuck in there in the dark and basically wait there. Um, and when you do, uh, Torek is there. <laughs> he says nothing when he, like you pop down in there and he just like stands still and says nothing. Yeah. Uh, same from Gibetto. Okay. Uh, he was not expecting anyone down here. Um, he like stares at him eyes, eyes wide uh, before uh, realizing. Uh, and he says, I'm so glad to see you. Uh, I am. Um, I it is a pleasure to meet you, sir. I just cl- clean this um, passageway. He starts wiping oh, the kidding, wall with me. his hand. And oh, Gepetto pulls, a, pulls oh, off oh, the mask. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you had me. Uh, I thought you were going to eat me. Like, um, I know that's not, like, what you do. Like, you you don't just, like, consume whole people, but that, that was the first thing I thought. I saw I, your face. I thought our cover was blown. I, I thought it was over, uh, and it was my fault, and I was really a, a little upset at someone coming down here, and then I was going to have to eat them. So it it was all really just, like, uh, not a great I'm, – I'm glad it's you. I'm glad it's you. Yeah, um – I'm waiting to steal a servant's clothes, I guess. I'm going to put the body down here. Uh, you can do it, what you will with it. I We found out that it's Dungalaris. Yeah. Uh, Farrah told us. Okay, uh, good. I can't go then, up there, so I didn't know. Yep. And then I told Horton that Farrah didn't help us. So I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, maybe Poxen really will be number two over there I don't know what any of that means but I'll believe you I'm not worried about that I'm worried about did you do the thing so we tried uh, we did the thing he drank the thing and then Dunglaris touched him lit him up Uh, everybody's worried that it didn't take basically and so Gibetto pulls the wine out of his robes and he's like I'm gonna try again and that's why I need those servants closed okay hang on uh, he uh, like climbs up out of the, the space into the bathroom um, and he like opens the door and steps out into the hallway um, and you watch him like stare intently and then step back into the bathroom and someone comes like walking, just like entranced around the corner toward him, uh, and pulls him into the bathroom. And then he like uh, climbs down into the sewer with you. And the person climbs down. He's like, "I can't do this much longer." 
uh yeah Gibato just hits a hits the person in the back of like the head with the 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 butt of his rapier hmm it's never as good when you hit it but <laughs> I'm not I'm not super worried about that part <laughs> um sorry and uh he like takes his clothes uh binds him up with the like oh you don't have like, to do that oh <gasps> okay uh and he stops binding him up uh <laughs> puts on the servant's clothes uh and like uh uses the like underclothes from the servant to protect the robes uh so that they don't get dirty in the sewer uh, and leaves them leaves them down there and hops back up into the bathroom and if you need me Farah knows I'm here too but if you need me I'm I'm here to help all right um we appreciate it thank you so much um good luck down here thanks goodbye bye uh yeah so Gibetto hops out uh and like runs into the kitchen okay to grab a to grab a, a new cup and yeah yeah there's a very angry halfling uh screaming about uh everything that's behind uh um, he's like get it to the pass and he's like just get this out there go 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 yeah and Gibetto takes it uh with the new cup and runs out um okay and like as he gets down the hall um He's going to find someone coming back uh, and like hand them the tray uh, and take the take the glass off it and be like, I've got to get this to the king. Uh, you've got to take that out. Go, 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 go. It's like, what, what table does it go to? Yep. And uh. Gebetto is like running down the hall. <laughs> so, Genevera, uh, Keth, and Asher, what are you guys going to be doing? Approaching the head table where Dunglaris is. So you're just you're just going to go right to it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um I think probably by this point uh a lot of the like everyone's sort of had a round of uh things that they're are bothering them and there's like it's in a break period so everyone's kind of milling about and talking amongst themselves anyway. Um there's going to be a lot more of this open uh court discussion but they go in sort of rounds and waves so you've got a period of time where you can approach the high table um and uh, when you when you approach uh the king is whispering to dunglaris and dunglaris is whispering back to the king torch will wait uh they look over uh the king says one more thing and then dunglaris straightens up he says how may i help you high priest dunglaris you nailed it. No, it's so good. Yes, Dunglaris. I think that's how you pronounce it. Dunglaris. We were wondering if we may sit and discuss some plans for our church with you. It is not our intention. I fear that we were started on the wrong flint earlier and would like to rectify this, this rift before it grows between us. We believe that 
the power of Iora is able to be respected alongside the power of the eternal flame in a way that we can coexist and grow at our churches together, side by side. Yes, for someone who says they know so much of religion, they, uh, we, we wish to learn from someone so great. And like, uh, Bright Eyes is trying to keep the spite out of his voice. Oh, I suspect that there is much that I could teach you. There is much that you do not know. You're right, perhaps there is a way that we could, uh, come to some sort of an arrangement. Perhaps there is more in common with what we worship than with what, uh, and with what you worship than we might have first expected. May we take your hand for a chat? I do not think we need to belabor this to our king any further than we already have. Give me a persuasion check. Yeah, that's, the that's one. what I was waiting for. That's the skill check. 22. It's not great. 22. Of course, we would... We would hate to... Uh, we would hate to take up so much of the king's time with something that is really best dealt between the faiths, don't you think? I have a perfect place set up for just such an occasion. Willingly, we will follow you. I have been performing many uh, connections with my God in this place. I have been speaking with the voice of all of the priests who follow me. Is it your volcano? Because we, we have been so very excited, excited to see, see this volcano. place. So excited we, we for this volcano. volcano. I, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Big yeah. flame. It's, uh, no, no, it's not the volcano. Um, no, I would. Oh, this is okay. No, no. Uh, but if you would follow me. Um, and he uh, turns to the king and he says, if you'll excuse me, your majesty. Um, and he stands up uh, as Garhan nods. Uh, you get that feeling again, Genevera, that sensation uh, as uh, Garhan stares at you as you walk away. Um, and the uh, three of you accompany uh, Dunglaris uh, down, down the subset of, uh, stairs that leads to the second, uh, like the sub platform. And then he goes down a flight of stairs again. Um, <clears throat> so you guys are now like down into like a twisting part that digs deep into the mountain, uh, that sort of spirals down, uh, close to like, from your understanding of the sewer system and stuff, this is all sort of running, uh, below, the uh ashen observatory but near where like the sewers are coming up around it um and so this is like a weird like central space that is uh marked off here um and he brings you into it and down to uh a large chamber about the same size as the the observing platform plus the rich the the stain the 
plus the main chamber above put together it's this big round space uh and he says please uh, come into the sanctum that i have set up here okay he's like stands at the entryway and like motions for you to enter after you my lord no i insist you are guests please enter Prada just stands there and looks at him. Perhaps as a sign of our new cooperation, we shall enter side by side. You will forgive me after being trapped in crystal for such a long time, for being hesitant to em- enter an empty room. A smirk pulls at his lips. And he looks at the doorway and he looks at you and he says, well, I certainly think that we could fit by two by two. So, uh, Torch will gesture for Burnt and Bright Eyes to enter. Bright Eyes is going to need somebody to pull him in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Burnt kind of grabs him by the sleeve and like, looks at him and is like we gotta do something (laughs) kind of snaps out of it and just turns and goes inside with with uh burnt we step in (laughs) and torch is going to like put her arm around dunglaris's back and he does the same for you and he says ah my lady i think you will find that we have so much that we can learn from one another and as he takes you into the chamber Gibetto. Oh, I don't like this. <clears throat> you watch as the uh, as Genevera, Keth, and Asher are led away with Dunglaris. Okay, so I do see that. Yes, you do see them go oh, with Dunglaris God. away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I imagine uh, you've been out like just like 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 fake serving, like you're picking up plates here and putting them down somewhere <laughs> else, them to and other like. People. <laughs> <laughs> here, I'll take yeah, that. You not- take this. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's resisting the urge because last time they were here, he like hopped in full on. Like he's he's got experience, is what I'm saying. He's he's a he's not the best waiter, but he's he's commanding the room right now, right? That's right. This is exactly where we were waiters before. Yeah. <laughs> and so like something feels just very natural to him as he's like directing people around you know uh and then like he realizes oh shit i got a job to do uh and and so he takes the glass and he goes uh up to the head table uh and he just like he looks at the serving person for the head table he's like um the expediter needs to see you right now what oh yeah i don't know something happened he storms off. I'll cover. I'll cover for you. He storms off. And so I stand there and watch and wait for uh, uh for Garhan's drink to empty. Yeah, and another and his... noble has come and filled in in Garhan's spot. They're speaking, they're drinking, and slowly the cup empties. And as soon as it's empty, uh, Gebetto runs forward, uh, takes the glass, and hands him a new one, and then steps back. Garhan takes the glass for a moment. And then he stops and he turns back and he motions to you. Uh, yes, sir. Well? 
Are you going to taste it or not? Of course, sir. Uh, and Gebetto is going to hold it up to his lips. He is not going to drink it. He's going to fake the swallow. Make a deception check. And he's going to put the cup down. <laughs> sleight of hand. Could it be a sleight of hand? Right. <laughs> you got this, buddy. You got deception, this, buddy. Deception, baby. All right. Oh, uh, luck charm, hopefully. Yeah. Jubetto rubs his luck charm. The for luck sure. charm does not respond. Oh, oh that's right. Shit, it's shit. Oh, no. 20. <gasps> you set the glass on the table. He looks at the glass and he looks at you. And I and nod. He narrows his one eye and he says, Is this a joke? It better be a joke because it's not funny, but I would really prefer it to be a joke. I don't understand, my leash. Uh, the other guy's in trouble with the expediter. Did I do something wrong? I've never, I've never gotten the honor to wait for you, wait on you before. I'm sorry. If you're not going to drink it, I'm going to have to make some assumptions. And you aren't going to like where those assumptions lead. Oh, I just, I didn't know how much I was supposed to drink. I just had just the littlest bit. He stares. Will you tell me when? Now. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, like, oh. how much? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my leash. I don't. I don't mean. This is this is going really badly for me. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Make a persuasion check. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-four. He rolled really high, but he didn't really roll that high. Holy shit. <laughs> Take the drink now. Yes, of course. Of course. And he grabs it. Okay. And he drinks it. You drink for a few seconds and he stops you. He says, enough. Set it down and get out of here. And I do. And I get out of there. Okay. And I head to where... The others went with Dunglaris. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're going to have to spend some time searching for that. Uh, uh, can I also make myself puke? Um, In the hallway? Uh, you can. However, you are an expert in alchemy. Yep. You know it doesn't, that it's not going to matter now. That you have to find another way to neutralize that before uh, midnight. And the only means are magical. Shove a bazaar down your throat. <laughs> well, if we can disable this anti-magic field, I just... I got yeah, you, fam. Yeah, I really... Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dunglaris leads you, Genevera, into the room. Um, and he turns, he says... Uh, the room is large. 
Uh, and all over the floor are a series of runes uh, carved in with glowing red and gold light. Um, candles and uh, uh, like uh, braziers are, are set up all over the room. So you'll be happy to know that, Bright Eyes. Um, <laughs> Immediately blinded. <laughs> at its center is, uh, is a pillar uh, that has a bowl. On top of the bowl, the bowl is filled with blood. Um, he shuts the door behind the group of you. He says, we would not want to be interrupted by servants or nobles who were poking their nose places where outside of the religion. If, if we are to have a candid, private conversation, it's best that we shut this. Uh, it's, it's only for prudence, of course. Yes, of course. I absolutely understand. Now, don't glory this. <laughs> you are a very powerful priest of Iora, yes? Yes. This is what I have heard along the road. Certainly. Yes, I, I wonder how he got there, Torch. He she smiles. Like, <laughs> um... Is it true what the rumors say that you take your power from Iora's blood and not the light? Yes, the rumors you have heard are true. The old ways of Iora are returning, and the power and strength therein is one that I openly wield. Now, this for your question, I would have one of my own. Yes, of course. When you poisoned the king, was it your expectation that you would find some value in removing a head of state now on the eve of war? What value were you hoping to find? Ah, uh, I think you will know that power comes when the tides change. If you can change the tides, then you will know the right way of moving forward and you can sweep the sand along with you. Yes, Dunglaris would know all about that as he is only sitting where he is because he too murdered to get there. Isn't that right, Dunglaris? Certainly, Keth, it is. And before we continue this conversation, my question is, if this is your course of action. And I was able to detect your poison, but I left it for the time being. Perhaps there is an agreement that we can come to. Is this something that you know who we all are, or do I keep doing this? <laughs> you may do that at your leisure, Brass Witch, but you do not have to. Okay, no, that's really, honestly, like, it was really hard to say Dunglaris in whatever that voice was. And I just felt like I was offending you, even though, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know. Because it's a stupid the king, the king informed me of the four of you as soon as you walked through the gates. And though I don't think it would have taken his unique perceptive powers to notice a half-orc, a half-elf, a gnome, and a dragonborn walking through 
uh, at this important critical hour when truth we expected you would be here eventually. It was Jennifer only is going to look at Keth and Asher and say, "This is what I meant when I said he would notice a half orc, a dragonborn, a gnome, well, and a half elf." My hair. Like I said this a thousand times, and you all were like, "No, we'll go to the costume store." I dyed my hair for this. I look, I look so different. I, I don't. Jennifer is going to be like, "Okay, fine. I'm." She's gonna take her fat suit off, mostly so that she can, mostly so that she has like faster access to Ataha. It's like strapped to her back, but like she's just gonna shove off the fat suit. I, of course, am willing to allow bygones to be bygones, as I have many times before in our dealings, Keth. And I think that if you uh, understand me and I understand you, then perhaps we have some room here. Perhaps my my ability to ride a wave of change could come at an ascension to the throne that you are attempting to vacate. Or, or I could deal with this and solve this problem as I suspect I am much closer to power now than I will be if you are given your way. Yeah, absolutely. If so we had our way, you... you'd be dead. That's as uh, simple as that. So you can are you... ride this wave, you... and uh, maybe, maybe uh, Genevieve, we can just set up this new religion in place of this, this asshole's religion. Yes, we don't, have to, we don't have to talk about <laughs> yeah. the religion anymore. It was cool, but, I mean... We don't have oh, to... Kath. So, Dunglaris, I was just curious... Did you actually not remove the poison? I have not removed the poison. Cool. That's good cool. to know. Cool. Okay. Um, we should probably... Uh... Hmm. I guess, like, we should <laughs> wait for Gebetto. No, I, I think we can start. We can do our the, negotiations. Can we make an insight check to see if he's okay. lying? Yeah. Go ahead. Because uh, I, I don't know, man. Playing two sides of the coin. Uh, 21. You don't okay. know. Fucker. I hate this guy. Fuck. I, I'm just remembering the last time we, 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 we struck him. We like were paralyzed, I think. I think like we were thrown back and, and we weren't. stunned. Keth, there is a... Faint thrumming in the Redeemers. Genevieve, we... They are, they are yearning. Yeah. Genevieve, we do not need to wait for Gebetto to start the... And he hesitates. Negotiations. And he turns back to Dunglaris, takes out his... Uh, uh, the Redeemer and snaps it in half. Oh, Kath, you are making a mistake. <clears throat> This place is special to me. I have been preparing it for just such an occasion, and you do not want to do something you regret. Hey, the, only th the only thing I regret is not doing this the last time I saw you. He grabs at his uh, shirt, uh, and he tears it back, and <laughs> emblazoned across his chest is a weaving series of tattoos. Uh, in a familiar pattern that you recognize as the pattern of abjuration. And the tattoos are glowing faintly on his chest. 
And he says, you don't understand, Keth. You can't touch me. And these, from behind him, pools of blood begin to rise as two angels lift up off of the ground. One being the sanguine one you recognize immediately. And another, another blood angel of Iora. These will destroy you. Make your choice carefully, Keth. Keth, uh, has, as the Redeemer is raised, he looks at Genevera and Asher and he just says, I'm sorry. And he just attacks. Yeah, as soon as you make that intention, like part of you, the weapons begin to thrum harder and harder. They are pulsing and you can feel the energy crackling around them and you swing in with the Redeemer. Roll an attack. Uh, I gotta pick the right d20. Alright. Seventeen. You swing the Redeemer in and it's slides closer and closer and you can feel that thrumming building and you can feel that energy like building up behind the redeemer as you swing and dunglaris is just smirking as the redeemer comes in and smashes him squarely in the face and it blasts him backwards across the room and you see a look of horror and panic on his face when that happens there is a fear to him and he looks up and he says stop them and the angels charge forward but- all initiative fuck yeah <laughs> fucking closing some ley lines had some upsides to them <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well uh oh i wonder oh fuck you anthony Oh, yeah, you couldn't have taken that. That tattoo? Is that what you were thinking? No, uh, he knows. Like, he planted this seed fucking forever ago when he made abjuration a shield. <laughs> That's what abjuration is. <laughs> also, when you reached for an amulet and there wasn't one there. Oh. Yeah. That's why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, he he told us. <sighs> yeah. Damn. First fucking ley line we closed. We couldn't tell with Doug Lawrence four years ago. Oh my god. No, and you it's... couldn't, because abjuration was still in and the it's world. Not anymore. Because Gillick. <gasps> oh yeah. Had the shield. Oh my abjuration goodness. is with Gillick, who is not. Here. And because Gillick is. Go- Holy shit. Holy shit is right. Kev doesn't realize it, so he's not sad, but he's just (laughs) he's just had some bloodlust right now. That's what he's feeling. Oh my god. Touche. Anthony, Anthony. I fucking hate you. (laughs) Wild. Yeah, all we had that's an unfair level of plot. We had it an unfair. (laughs) We had all the information. Mm -hmm. We just didn't see it god she's like what are we gonna do we have no information (laughs) (laughs) bunch bunch of babies Uh, (laughs) wow Uh, i rolled a six um i rolled a 21 okay i got a 15 the anti-magic field is still in effect 
And Genevera, you are first. Um. Okay. So. Okay, so Genevera is going to take rope out of her fat sack and uh, so like whatever supplies they brought with them and she's going to take a Taha off of her back and she is going to use it as a crossbow for the first time in five years <laughs> oh, yeah. and pew, pew. but she's going to um, so what she's going to try and do is like um, shoot rope at the angel and like tie it up do you know what I mean? Like she's trying to like. You tie it to the. Are you trying bow. to? Okay. And then... Are you trying to shoot an like, arrow they... into the angel that has a rope tied to it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to do a little more than like a D4 damage if it if it hits, <laughs> you know. Okay. Just slow. Uh, just go slow ahead it down and, a little bit. Yeah. Slow yeah, it make, down. <laughs> make an attack roll. <laughs> Sixteen. I don't even know what I. Plus your dex, plus your proficiency. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay. Wait, uh, 22. Okay. You fire off the bolt uh, with the arrow attached to it, uh, and it lands into the chest of the bleeding dragon. Whoa. I'm sorry, bleeding angel. Okay. Um, same, same. And so it's going to be five damage. <laughs> oh. Okay. And then listen, guys. I'm trying. No, no. You're fine. You're fine. And then, How much damage uh, does as the a... rope do? <laughs> How much damage does your butt do? Got him. <laughs> um. And then, <laughs> as <laughs> as a bonus action, she's going to um use her breath weapon oh. to. Do whatever the fuck that yeah. is. <laughs> is it a cone of fire? Uh, I think it's acid. I think it's fireball of- at like, level six. <laughs> <laughs> that feels right. <laughs> you think that. It, it probably right. upgrades every time. And it does Oh, upgrade. it is fire. Because you're brass, right? Does it? Yeah. I don't think it, it does it upgrade. Fire. It is fire. It does. Fuck yeah. Just not by like a lot. Like it doesn't. Okay. So and it's right? gonna get uh, it's gonna get disadvantage on its deck save because I'm holding it by a rope. Cool. <laughs> That's more than just damage. Uh, we'll see. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it. We? Fine, fine. 13. I will let that fly this one time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you say thirteen? Yeah. Yeah. So, holy shit! It's forty-six. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, plus a D6. Mm, no, because my weapon's not activated. What's the DC? Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, the angel dodges out of the way uh, of the strike. You tug the rope and it tugs right back uh, and it dodges out of the way. So it's going to do... Uh, half of 15. Okay. Because I, yeah. Okay. Um, the angels take their turn. Uh, 
the angel with the rope in it looks down at the rope, uh, grabs onto it with both hands, and yanks you back uh, as hard as it can. Uh, make a so you can either make a strength check to hold on to the rope, or you can make a dexterity check to let go of the rope in time, basically. If you want to try to let the rope go, you roll dexterity. If you want to try to hold on safely, roll a strength. Save or throw. Or save or check. Check. I'll do dexterity. Seven. Okay. So you get yanked up towards the angel, and as you're flying through the through the air uh the giant sword appears in its hands and it slams the sword down into you uh as you're flying toward it okay uh the first strike hits four six bludgeoning damage and Eighteen radiant uh. damage, and it launches you back down onto the ground. Um, and it tr- goes to swing in again, but uh, you're just like flying back too far for it to do that. The other one dive bombs towards Keth and makes two attacks at Keth. Uh, one of them hits for four bludgeoning. And 29 radiant damage. Fuck, fuck. So 33. Gibetto, roll initiative. Fuck yeah. 10. Okay. Keth, it's your turn. Hells yeah. So Dunglarius was hit in the face. Smash. Did you just, did he stumble onto the ground or is he uh, still, still standing up? He got launched way back across the room, like behind the angels. Oh fuck! Like there was some sort of like the the energy that came from the redeemer, yeah, just like flung him backwards. Um, but he's like bleeding from his nose. He looks real fucked up. So I'm picturing kind of a, a, a circular room that there's walls. So if if I try and run up on the walls along the side of them to get around the angels, um, is that feasible? Will I get a? The room is real big, and you're. <laughs> Like, kind of in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, if you could get away from this angel, that would be fine. But you are, like, directly in combat with this angel. Okay. Keth is going to spend a point of key, take the dash, or uh, disengage. Uh, okay. Yeah, so uh, you can spend a point of key, take the disengage, or dash action as a bonus action on your turn. So I'll do that. Um, okay. And then try and sprint around the angels to get to Dunglaris. Okay. Um, yeah, you get right. You get to him easily. Awesome. He's like, I, I am protected by blood. And he grabs at the blood on his face. Um, and he holds it in his hand. Uh, and there is a like sudden shining light in his hand. Uh, so it like creates a shield in front of him. You have used people too much in this world. It is coming back to haunt you. Right now, and Keth swings. Okay. 
29 to hit. Uh, that hits. <laughs> uh, Gauntlet of Glory. <laughs> 20 damage. Okay. Second attack. He's going to attempt a stunning strike. Um, okay. They would, will have to make a constitution saving throw if I hit. So, so we got 18 to hit. That'll hit. And DC, I What's imagine, the DC? 13 plus wisdom. Uh, so 14. Uh, he passes. Okay. So n- the other gauntlet. Ooh. 10 damage. All right. Uh, okay. He's going to try and... Uh, he, Ooh, no, I already did bonus action. Oh, I can use a second bonus action. Yeah. To uh, do Flurry of Blows. Ooh, you know what? Not Flurry of Blows. I'm going to tap Orcbone. Talk to Uthral. Okay. As that as the action, yeah. The bonus action. You touch the... So, uh, for your bonus action, you touch the Orcbone, and you try to reach in to speak with Uthral, and nothing happens. No! I was worried there'd be consequences. <laughs> okay. Uh, that eats up the bonus action. Yeah. Yep. So that's it. Cats just menacingly touching his bone in front of Dunglaris. Gibetto, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, have found your way down this staircase uh, and are standing in front of a door where you hear a scuffle happening on the other side. Couldn't wait for me, huh? And Gibetto, uh tries the door. Uh, the door appears to be locked. Jibetto uh, reaches down into his boot uh, to pull out his thieves' tools. Um, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand. Great. Uh, that is a 25. Yeah, you... Um you put the thieves tools into this door uh, and it j- takes you just a second to uh, reach into the mechanism and quickly flick it open uh, and the door swings open. And on the other side, you see two large bleeding angels attacking uh, your friends and you see Keth uh, s- standing over Dunglaris on the far side of this large round chamber. The closest angel is the one uh, hovering in the air above Genevera. Uh, Gibetto spends the rest of the round trying to pull out, uh, the rapier that he had, like, slid along his leg, uh, when he changed into this, like, servant's clothes. Okay. Uh, Asher, it's your turn. Cool. Um, I, uh, I fucking rage, guys. What does that do? (laughs) I'm actually curious. What happens right now? Because because <laughs> uh, I have a magic desert ability to rage now. Ooh. Oh, I thought you meant because you'd never raged before. <laughs> no, well, that too. <laughs> I guess I'll just put away my spell sheet. <laughs> um, do yeah, I, I literally rage. I don't know if the sand comes up or not. It does not. Cool. Um, and then I sp- so bonus action, and then I spend an action. Uh pulling out the weapon and uh, try and get in 
in the way of uh, are getting up close and personal with one of the bloody angels. Okay. Um, yeah, so you charge up. Are you going to do the one that was fighting Keth and is now fighting no one, or are you going to do the one that is uh, hovering over Genevera? Uh, hovering over Genevera. Okay. All right. That one. You can make a text. I can't because I spend an action. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, I see. Or is rage is rage not a bonus? See, I don't know. I haven't done. A rage that is much. a bonus action. Bonus action, and then bo- I had to do another action to take out the weapon underneath all of my sure, clothing. And sure. Sure. <clears throat> so I can't. Okay. Great. Um, uh, Dunglaris uh, like shuffles back with his like uh, shield that he has up. He's like trying to uh, like scramble away from you a little bit. And he says, Keth, you don't understand. There's so much we could do with this power. You and I could work together in this. I could be king of this place, and you could do whatever you wanted, Keth. You don't need to deal with me anymore. You are beyond all of this. Your deceptions have been around too long. You destroyed my life. You will not be redeemed. (laughs) Redeemed. Ah, Keth, I already have been. And light erupts from the back of him as these golden wings begin to sprout from his back and he rises up off of the floor. Uh, you see his wounds begin to heal and he, like, as he channels the blood. Uh, Genevera, it's your turn. Can I do like an... Is it possible? Oh yeah, because Gibetto did it earlier to do an Arcana check to um, see if the if the anti magic field in this room is coming from Dunglaris himself or the runes on the floor. You may. Twenty four. The answer, from what you can tell, is both. Uh, that there, there is a link between the runes that were drawn and that Dunglaris basically drew out a massive spell, cast the spell, and is concentrating and sustaining the spell within him. These runes were the original source of the spell, but the spell is now within Dunglaris. So is he passing his concentration checks when Keth hits him? Yes. <laughs> so, okay, Genevieve is going to try something um and she's going to what's the what's the floor made out of stone okay she is going to uh take her dagger and cut out one of the runes like like chisel out one of the runes just like one of them Okay. And um, see what that does. Sure. Uh, so you hop down on, you scrabble onto the ground and start like attacking at these runes on the ground. Uh, they are uh, etchings into the floor filled with uh, like a, a small river of a glowing liquid that oscillates between golden and crimson. Um, and this, uh, so as you try to like etch into this little like trough that is uh, carved into the ground. Uh, you you know make enough of a dent that you feel like you change the fundamental shape of the thing, uh, and you can feel like sparks of power pouring from that. 
Uh, it looks like the spell overall is so big and complex that uh, just that won't be enough to affect it. But you know that the energy is still coursing through it in some way. Okay. Um, so then for... Do I, can I get a bonus action or something? Like just a movement? Yeah, movement for sure. Now you are... Okay. The angel is engaged with you. So you might take an attack of opportunity if you try to move. How close am I to the middle of the room? Uh, the, you're, let's say, 15 feet away from the pillar with the bowl of blood. Yeah, that's what I want to, so if I go to that, From I'll your appearance of it, the bowl is like, it's like a bird bath that's like built into the floor. So you don't get the sense that you could topple it, per se, um, before, so if that's your plan, like, visually, you get the sense that that's not a possibility. Um, you could disrupt the blood in it another way. But it's not like just like, oops, I knocked it over. <laughs> okay. Um, no. So I guess so. Uh, I guess riddle me this: Is it funneling through like the bottom of the bowl out from the bottom of the pillar into these stones? Or into you're these not rooms? sure. Okay. Can I do a check for my bonus action? You'd have to investigate it up close. Okay. Um. Then I guess the second thing I'll do is, uh, I guess I'll shoot, hmm, uh, I'm just gonna shoot an arrow into the, the floor of it, like, into the, like, if the pillar comes down to the floor, like into the, like stick into it. I don't know. Okay. All you can see is stone, I, uh, but you can fire a bolt at it. If yeah. You want. It's like, it's like a, it's like inlaid in the floor, right? This bath, this like blood bath. There's, There's a like pillar a pillar inlaid into the floor. And then and it's inlaid into the pillar. And then there is a blood bath on top of that. Got it. <laughs> Fuck you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the runes say? Yeah. yeah. On the floor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like, do I... So, I don't feel like with that, like, spark of power, I don't feel like I could do anything, right? Yeah, you definitely know that the that this is still part of, like... You couldn't do anything with your dagger. That's for sure. Um, if you No, could, I can't do anything. Like, I can't even do a cantrip with this little spark. Oh, no. No. Yeah, that's what... It, that was my question. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The angels take their actions. The first one attacks Asher, uh, who just charged up. Uh, both Genevera and Asher are right there. Um, and so it, it charges up uh, to hit you, Asher. Mm-hmm. Both miss. Yeah, what's up? That 20 AC coming into, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, into effect. I know. Normally I'd never have to worry about AC because it's something else's AC. <laughs> Uh, and the other one charges into your little group as well, but attacks Genevera. That one hits both times. Oof. So, uh, Genevera, you take five bludgeoning. And 19 radiant. And then you take one bludgeoning. Second blow is a glancing blow. And 25 radiant. 
Okay, I'm super bloody. Uh, Keth, it's your turn. He is now uh, hovering. Uh, Dunglaris hovers above you with golden wings shooting out of his back. He says, I am granted great gifts by my god. You are pathetic. Take this gift right here. And Keth swings. Once again, the thrumming in the uh, redeemers, you can feel it in your hands. There is anticipation. 25 to hit. 25 hits. All right, he'll, he'll, uh, just take two swings with the redeemers. Uh, 15 for the second one. Okay, the second one does not hit. 13 damage. Uh, yeah, he's going to... Yeah, I, you can't really knock a flying thing prone. Um, but he'll try it. Point a key uh, with the flurry of blows. He's going to try and knock him prone. Okay. 23 to hit. Hits. 10 damage. Choke slam him, Kath. Yeah, and it's so... a deck save for uh, that. And it's... Uh, what is it? 15 for... He rolled a three. So uh, <laughs> you you swing the Redeemer in, and it slams into his chest. And once again, you see the shock on his face. He's like, what? Uh, and he uh, whisks back as you swing the second blade in, uh, the second Redeemer in. Um, he's like, no, no. And then I think you, like, jump up and slam a foot into his chest and bring him down to the ground yeah. uh, under your foot. Um He's like, you are a fool, Kath. I will destroy you with every being of light within me. Oh, fuck yeah. So uh, he has one more for a flurry of blows, and then he's going to action surge. Yeah. 18 for the flurry with six damage. Okay. And two swings with the redeemers. We got a 17 and a 21 to hit. Okay, you hit with both. Twenty-six damage. Okay. Uh, Gibetto, it's your turn. Uh, yeah. So Gibetto takes in the whole fucking picture uh, all at once. And puts like both hands in his pockets uh, and he pulls out two vials. He runs to the middle of the room and throws one vial to Genevera. It's a healing potion. Uh, and he smashes the other vial into the, uh, into the basin of blood. It's the replacement uh, water absorbing potion that Kath got him. The, the powder, the water absorbing yeah, yeah, powder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you just chaos dunk like into yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. bowl? He's heating up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you slam it down in there, uh, and the you uh, watch as this blood in there, like almost instantly, like sh- uh, just shrinks down inside that bowl into like this congealed, hard, uh, dark red scab in the bottom of this bowl. Um, and just like a, a half a beat happens and then around the room uh the rest of 
like the, like a uh, a wave coming off of the center. You watch as the rest of this liquid uh, scabs within these uh, little troughs uh and it just spreads out like a spider web out from the center of the room toward the edges and the anti-magic field drops away let's go let's go thank you jibetto i love you uh asher it's your (laughs) turn thank you so much uh well the field of suddenly sand appears yeah 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 like from all of a sudden from the ground like a, a, a whirl of sand whips up around you so i guess both angels and genevera need to make a saving throw <laughs> steph's so mad sorry bud uh con right at con. least when i cast spells that are gonna hit you guys i do it so they don't well, I didn't. Um, that's not true at all. Uh, that makes uh, me more angry. Steph, that is not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is? Yeah, it is. What's the con DC? Sixteen. Okay, they both fail, angel wise. Yeah, both of them. Both the angel boys be blinded. Blinded by the sand. Sorry, well, what was the spell, spell save DC? Sixteen. What type? Con. Oh, eighteen. Okay. No, 16. Uh, I make two attacks at one of the angels. No, I don't. I make one attack. Because what am I talking about? <laughs> two attacks? Uh, Whoa. I, I wish oh, I had can? that. Um, I do whatever I want. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> A lot. Um, oh. <laughs> um, 23. Uh, uh, okay, that hits. Cool. Um, and it deals 2d6. So four. Uh, oh, shit. And it deals necrotic damage, too. So Ooh. I think seven necrotic and four acid. Okay. And I can't fall out of my... I can't naturally fall out of the rage, unfortunately. Genevera, it's your turn. Uh, so... Genevera is going to drink the healing potion. Uh, Gibetto just tossed. And now you're all going to wait for me to add up these 8d4 because he wouldn't let me roll before it was my turn. I didn't know if you were going to die. Yeah. Four. <laughs> That's a lot of dice, though. That's cool. hope it was, like, the cool d4s. Um, nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so is that a full action? No, it's a bonus action to drink a potion. Great. Um, then Genevera is going to look at the blood angel who has fucked her up. And she is going to cast... Tasha's hideous How laughter. Tasha's hideous laughter. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I had considered casting Tasha's hideous laughter. Like... On Dunglaris, that he would lose concentration and the field would drop, but I couldn't cast it if I didn't have like. But it did go through my mind to use that in this instance. Uh, the it dragon has to be an I mean, actual good joke. <sighs> the angel it is always a, is. The angel's about ten feet away from you. Okay, um, so she is going to uh, run up to it with her movement and put her hand on its chest and cast vitriolic sphere. Wait, no. Vampiric touch. Sorry. Okay. 
And so... Twenty three. That's a hit. Okay. Um, okay, so it's going to take fourteen damage, and I am going to get some healing. Okay. Yeah, you place a hand on the sanguine one and draw away some of its life force, and you can see it like staring down at you uh, with malice. Between the four of you, there is a flash of light, and on the floor lay the hammer, Verdum. The angels stop moving for a second, and the sanguine one says, the war between light and blood has been decided. The mortal Gilak Erdrad has given up himself to give to our Lord. Forever there shall be two sides to our Lord, the one of blood in balance with the one of light. But you, Dunglaris, you are out of favor. Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventuring and become a patron as well. You can also head to our website, adventuringpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Serious Business